Hello everyone, my name is Katie and welcome to Apprentice Talks, a podcast made to educate, inform and give insight into what it's really like to be an apprentice and juggle multiple worlds. I'm here today with Charlotte Stoddard, HR Officer at Trafford Council, doing a Level 5 CIPD with HR Consultancy Apprenticeship. Charlotte's actually done multiple apprenticeships, which we're going to discuss throughout this episode. This episode is going to look at the career progression opportunities available as an apprentice and whether apprenticeships do help career progression. So Charlotte, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your apprenticeship programme and as well as your role and your qualification? Yeah, of course. So as Katie said, I'm Charlotte Stoddard and I am a HR officer at Trafford Council based in Greater Manchester. Um, I am on my third apprenticeship. I started at Trafford Council in 2016, undertaking a level three business administration apprenticeship. Following on from that, when I got my permanent role, I moved on to a level three CIPD with HR support. And again, when I um, got promoted into a HR officer role, I began my level five CIPD with HR consultancy. Um, So obviously, as you can see from my background there, I am quite an advocate for apprenticeships. Um, I find them interesting. I love the way I learn. I was going to go to university. I did. I went to college after I finished high school and I did three A-levels in history, psychology and photography. And I was going to go to Liverpool John Moores University to do um, business management with HR. Um, but around the same time as I was planning for my A-level exams, I got the phone call to say that I'd got the job at Trafford. Um, so I actually deferred my uni entrance for a year because um, I thought if I don't enjoy the apprenticeship, I can I can go to uni next year. Um, yeah. Four years later, I'm still at Trafford um, <laughs> on my third apprenticeship. So yeah, so I obviously, I do really enjoy apprenticeships. The way that I learn um, on the job, obviously the, the slogan, earn while you learn, um, it just really stood out to me when I started looking for the next step in my in my life really um when I was leaving college amazing and just out of interest you said that you did history psychology and photography at a level um did you always know that you wanted to work in HR or was that kind of just something that came as part of the apprenticeship because you said that the course you applied for at uni also incorporated some HR yeah so it was a bit of both really um I my like my family do quite caring roles so we've got like teachers SEN teachers and my granny was a nurse so we all kind of do roles that are caring for other people yeah Um, so I think this that was my way of being able to support people being in a HR role um without really realizing it and I only sat back and actually realized that the other day and when I was talking to someone and it I kind of stumbled across HR because I thought, oh, it's just payroll and recruitment. I had quite a tunnel vision to what HR was until I started in my role. And there's just so many different aspects of it that you wouldn't even think from event planning to obviously your payroll, your your learning and development. There's just so many areas that aren't really spoken about um, that you don't think about um, when you're obviously just in school or in college that you you kind of kept away from all those different aspects. Yeah. So in terms of your your current role, um, mm-hmm. could you describe like a typical day and, and what that would look like? Um, yeah, every day is different for me. Um, I am, we have like two HR teams 
Um, so we have the transactional HR team, which is the shared service. And then we have the strategic HR team, the retained team, which is then split into two teams called Workforce Strategy and the HR Operations team. Right. I am the HR officer underneath both of those. So any day when I go into the office, or obviously at the moment working from home, um, it's different. Um, I obviously have my own workload. So this week it's been payroll cut off. So I've had to get a few temporary arrangements. So like fixed term contracts, um, right. acting ups, honorariums, secondments. I've had to discuss with managers what they want to do with their employees' contracts and then feed that back to the transactional HR team. Um for them to action and process it um i've been doing some vacancy approvals um sending this and i have been in a couple of apprenticeship meetings so i had my apprenticeship meeting um one day this week and i've also been in a gmca which is the greater manchester combined authority um apprenticeship meeting as well this week so Every day is a little bit different. I am involved in quite a lot, which is really, really good, obviously, for my development yeah. and for my apprenticeship because I'm able to pull things from so many different teams and um, from different days, really, to to say what I've done. And it counts to, obviously, towards my 20% off the job training as well that you need to do for your apprenticeships. Yeah, and um, what does your 20% look like? Do you do that one day a week or block learning? How does that work in your apprenticeship? Um, So my actual apprenticeship is delivered in the classroom. So I am in college 12 till about five o'clock every Thursday. Right. uh, Just term time only. So I get that time is my 20% because work gives me the time to go to college, which is really good of them. Um, And then... It depends, really. I, I sign myself up for training courses that I can do in work time. I go and sit in some senior management meetings, some disciplinaries, um, some grievances, some really interesting um, areas, really, that I can learn and develop my skills of knowing the processes um, yeah. as well. So my, my 20% off the job is split, really, sometimes. Um, since, obviously, working from home, I have been trying to take a day a week um, to just do my college work um, because obviously I've not been having the time to have those four hours in the classroom to be able to digest all the information. Um, but obviously that changes with um, work commitments as always. Um, just finding the time to do little bits here and there sometimes as well, just to make sure that I'm keeping my my um, my hand on my apprenticeship as well as my workload. Of course. And um I can imagine that that the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, has increased your workload as as a HR professional. Um, Yeah, it has. Um, We actually set up a new team at the start of the pandemic, which was called the GM Resource Hub. So that was based within Trafford Council. And what we were doing was redeploying non-business critical staff into business critical roles so we have a few like residential homes um, and rehabilitation homes care homes for our most vulnerable elderly residents and we were redeploying staff into those roles so one member of staff actually that we redeployed into that role has has found her calling um she, she sent me an email the other day and she's actually leaving her her role within the hr team to go and pursue a career at one of our care homes 
Oh, wow. Because of having that opportunity to be redeployed into that role. So, yeah, my workload increased massively. Obviously, I still had my day job to do and I was redeploying staff with a team of um, of great support and managers. Um, so, yeah, it, it did increase the workload. But obviously, hearing stories like that, it does make it all worth it, really. Yeah, amazing. And you said that um, obviously you were you had applied for university, but you went with yeah. the apprenticeship. If you had to pick one reason why you took up the apprenticeship or the most important reason to you um, for taking up the apprenticeship programme, what what would you say that is? Um, I do think it was because obviously my A-levels, um, two of them were very academic, obviously psychology and history. It was all factual information that yeah. you had to get from your brain onto a piece of paper. Um and I was struggling. I was I was really struggling with the exam element. Um, I always have since school, really. And my practical subject, my my photography, I was just excelling in. Um, yeah. I walked in to my classroom one day, and my assessor, my teacher said, he said, "Go and look. We've put you, you've, we've put your work up, um, ready for the exhibition." He said, "And we've changed your grade. You've got full marks because just of how good it looks up." And I was like, "What?" And it wow. just made me realise that my practical, me learning while I was doing things and being able to ask questions as I was editing a photo or as I was printing something or as I was taking the photo, it just, it it kind of gave me a more rounded approach to that subject. Yeah. Um. So it it kind of made me think a bit differently about wanting to go to university. Um. I think that's when it really kind of struck me that maybe exam life isn't for me. Um, yeah I think obviously doing a lot of writing yeah we hear a lot of that um with with various guests on the show um and obviously as as apprentices ourselves the apprentice talks team I think we we completely appreciate I mean you might have to do exams as part of an apprenticeship it's not to say you're never going to have to do an exam but it's the way you're learning is is so much more applied to um to your work um So on to the kind of um, topic of, of this podcast and, and career progression. Do you think apprenticeships help career progression? And if so, how? Uh, yeah, 100%. So obviously, like I've said, I'm on my third apprenticeship now. And yeah. each time I've done an apprenticeship, I've just gained more knowledge, not just about the qualification, but about the council in general, about it being a HR professional. Um, every time I do a qualification, I feel a bit more rounded as a HR professional especially while I've been doing my level five because it's just that bit of a higher level um it's really opened my eyes to the fact I am a much more rounded um HR professional now and it has given me the knowledge and skills and behaviors really to be able to progress within my career Um, obviously you're getting qualifications so straight away that supports career progression anyway but the development that you get personally not even from a perspective a professional perspective your, your personal progression and your personal growth allows you to be able to want to progress in your career it kind of ignites a fire under you to think no I am capable of the next step and I am capable of getting that career progression um, and yeah. so it's kind of like two-tone you've got the apprenticeship that obviously helps but then you don't realize how much of an impact that apprenticeship has on you to be able to push you to be able to get that career progression as well yeah, and you you were you haven't always been a HR officer, have you? You no. started off uh, in a in a lower position, so that's you know that promotion is is evidence of career progression, really. 
Yeah, exactly. So I started off in 2016 as a HR apprentice. Um, and then I think it was about middle of 2017. Um, I was a workforce strategy support officer. Um, and now I'm a HR officer um, on a career graded post. So um, that works really well as in I'm getting more experience and I'm progressing within that HR officer role. Yeah. Um, so we progress through um, a banding system which is like our pay grading system. Um, so that just proves that you can c- progress progress just even within that job role. It's not even that you have to go job role. You can just progress as where you are to get yourself as a fully rounded professional in whatever area that's in. Amazing. And something that um, that I think our listeners should know um is the successes that you've had as part of your apprenticeship um, other than the sort of promotion element could you talk a bit about the awards you've achieved um as a result of your hard work yeah so there's there's three that are most um most important to me really one of them is that i am a greater manchester apprenticeship ambassador um and i current and i have just um a couple of months ago got the job as the greater manchester chair for the northwest apprenticeship ambassador network um so that's obviously quite a big task i then look um to try and get more apprenticeship ambassadors on board within the greater manchester region for the northwest region um our chair then goes to the national boards um for the national apprenticeship service so that's obviously quite a big achievement from hard work from doing an apprenticeship and then i won apprentice of the year for traffic council as well um in 2017 so that was um, amazing, very, very special moment for me. Yeah, amazing. And and could you just explain to people um, just quickly in a nutshell what the Young Apprentice Ambassador Network does? Um, yes. So basically we, well, pre-COVID, we'd go into schools, colleges, um, jobs fairs, things like that, and go and promote apprenticeships. Um, so you, So people could hear kind of like this really so people could hear what people's stories were obviously my story might resonate in some people some people might want to hear from someone that does something completely different or they've got into an apprenticeship a completely different way and they went to uni and decided no and did an apprenticeship and I think that's what both the Greater Manchester um, team and the North West team really want to um, start well carry on to do they want to make sure that people have that opportunity to hear from other apprentices and hear the true stories rather than having a teacher or a lecturer stand and say oh yes apprenticeships are great they've not got the real life experience that we have as apprentices and to be able to to say yeah sometimes it is hard but it's so totally worth it when you've got that certificate um, yeah and uh, it's it's important to add as well that the the young apprentice ambassador network is um is all apprentices uh, yeah. and the way it works is if if you would if you were to have a talk you would have um a member of the national apprenticeship service deliver the talk and then you would give and then as an apprentice you give your own experience of yeah. of an apprenticeship and there are networks across the whole of the UK so it's not just the northwest um, nope. so there's they're they're everywhere they're in london they're in the south east um everywhere so um you know no matter where you're based in the uk there will be a network of apprentices 
somewhere nearby that that hopefully you can uh, draw from on their experiences yeah 100% they are we're in, we're in a, we're part of a national um service as well that then we obviously are just kind of break off from to be able to help our region the best that we can um because obviously every region and then every sub region like for myself greater manchester has um different needs and different requirements for the for the young people that live within that region yeah amazing and in terms of um apprenticeships people might or might not know that there's a lot of projects involved um that sort of relate your your work um to your qualification is there a particular project or thing you've done at work that you're particularly proud of um, and what was that um yes so um every year we do a, a award ceremony that we call the employee recognition awards or we call it the eras um, yeah think of the oscars it's kind of like that but for <laughs> staff. um so we recognize our staff um by doing a whole event it, it's huge there's about 200 people there it's a fully sponsored event um that gets sponsored by some really big organizations um that want that want us to be able to recognize our staff because our staff obviously work for the for the citizens and the residents within the borough um yeah. within trafford and then in wider greater manchester so we want to be able to recognise those staff. So we do that event annually. Um, I support the pay and reward lead in in hosting that event, really. Um, in organising it all and hosting it. So right from the start, from picking the theme of the event. Um, last year's theme was masquerade to helping design the invites, getting all the printing done, to um, compiling the nomination forms. I'm there every step of the way and then I'm on the evening being able to stand in that room and just seeing it all done with the flowers, the tablecloths, the food coming out. It's it's just such a warming and rewarding feeling seeing the staff that we're supporting and recognising for that evening with a big smile on the face. Amazing. And it's nice, I suppose, to see everything from start to finish and, and when yeah. it goes well, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh how that is um and then again in terms of career progression what would you say to someone that disagrees that apprenticeships help career progression um i do i i honestly think that it does support career progression personally and i think there's so much evidence out there of it supporting career progression um myself as an example um it, it it's just crazy what an apprenticeship can do to support you um, and like within Trafford, we have an upskilling program. So we put um, employees on apprenticeship apprenticeships at any level. We've got some members, some managers doing a master's in um, leadership and management. We've got some staff who are doing an apprenticeship to kind of change the job role a little bit. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, there's just so much proof out there that apprenticeships can do such good things for your career. Um, and it's got so many transferable skills. Now, I, I know I want to stay within HR, um, but if I didn't, the skills that I've learned from an apprenticeship, I would be able to take and place elsewhere. And obviously, um, when you've done an apprenticeship, so I've, I've obviously done three now, I've got four years work experience that some people coming out of uni wouldn't have. Yeah. So the apprenticeship 
doesn't only give you the qualifications for your per- per- career progression, but it also gives you the the experience um, yeah. that employers um, would be looking for. Yeah, and increasingly now, employers are looking for that work experience and, and you know, university graduates, they don't have that. Um, and I, I suppose, I mean, I was similar to you, Charlotte, in that I applied for university as well. And I, I look at myself now and I think if I had have gone, if I had actually followed the traditional route and gone to university, I wouldn't have these years of work experience behind me. I might have a, an internship or two, but nothing, you know, and you'll know from going into a new role as well. It takes a long time to settle and, and sort of find your feet and, and get going. Yes. Like even if you hit the ground running, you're still you're still learning things all the time. So, a, a six week internship, you know, does that match up to four years work experience? Probably not. No. Um. So yeah, I completely agree with you. I think they definitely help career progression. Yeah. And then a final question for you, um, is is around advice and for our listeners that that are sort of considering an apprenticeship or or not. If you were um, to meet a version of yourself four years ago um, when you weren't sure what you were going to do with your future or um, or you might be in applying for your apprenticeship, whatever you were doing, what piece of advice would you give to yourself? Um, it'd, it'd probably be listen, listen to what everyone's saying. Um, my mum and dad were so supportive and obviously still are of me doing an apprenticeship and, and that really helped me but I was still thinking I need to make this decision on my own and you do the decision does have to be for you it is your career at the end of the day it's nobody else's but listen to what what options are out there go and research and find out is uni the right thing for you maybe not and that's okay you can still do an a degree through an apprenticeship so yeah. if that if it's the degree you want you can go and do it in another way now I think it is listen do it but make sure it's your decision it's nobody else's decision it's it's your career it's your life and I don't I don't believe in having regrets I don't think that's something you should do but I look back on the past four years and I don't have a single regret about picking an apprenticeship as the option for me um firstly because I love apprenticeships secondly because Trafford have been so supportive of me doing my apprenticeships and I've had a mentor things like that and you've you've just got finding your feet it's difficult but you find them and you it's just so much easier and getting that certificate at the end when you've completed an apprenticeship you've been working full-time most of the time for long hours during the day sometimes depending on what you've got on and you're still being able to do that qualification it's such a good feeling um and I think that's what people need to be opened up to I needed to be opened up to that when I was starting to look I needed to research and listen and listen to things like this podcast and read up on other apprenticeship stories or get in touch with an ex-apprentice or contact companies and see if they've got an apprentice that you can speak to because they'll be more than happy to help um because obviously I think every apprentice wants to be able to share their story because they do feel like they've got something out got something out of their apprenticeship amazing um, I think that's really good advice um, just to listen and make the right decision for you because at the end of the day university might not be for you but an apprenticeship also equally might not be for you so yeah, you just need to I find totally as much agree. information 
as yeah, and and um, someone said something to me the other day. Um, whatever decision you make, that's the right decision because that's the decision you wanted to make at that time for yourself. So even if you go to uni and you think, oh, this isn't for me, and you and you end up dropping out, that's fine. You made that decision at the start because that decision was right for you. Um, so I thought that was a really good piece of advice that I heard the other day as well. Definitely. Um, so thank you so much, Charlotte, for featuring on Apprentice Talks. Um, it's been a pleasure to hear all about your amazing experiences. Um, and I wish you all the very best with the rest of this apprenticeship. And who knows, maybe you'll do another one. Um, make it four. Um, yeah, me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before we go, do you just want to uh, spell out your name so that any listeners can connect with you on LinkedIn? Of course. So my name is Charlotte Stoddard and that's C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E-S-T-O-D-D-A-R-D. Amazing. Thank you. And uh, don't forget to follow us um, at Apprentice Talks on Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, Again, it's been a pleasure to have uh, Charlotte here today and we hope this podcast has been useful for you. Thank you. Thank you.